Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Time now for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Slyman Brothers. Offering everyday low prices, expert advice, and free delivery. Nobody does a Kroenke sucks better than St. Louis Blues fans. The voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, joins us now in the Blues booth on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great. I, I still think we should move Valentine's Day to August. Why? Well, it's just too close to Christmas and all that, and August is kind of a month and a period that needs something. Hmm. That's a good point, you know? and... And Plus, you could do you could do so many more romantic outside things, you true. know. I mean, since we live here, so I, I just uh, th- there's there's just a stretch because you got you know, especially with the people with birthdays right up against Christmas, and then all this other stuff going on. Like, there's really a dry spell in the middle of that summer, so I think August would be good. I'm not saying get rid of Valentine's Day. I'm just saying move it to August. I like that idea a lot, Curbs. I I never really considered it, but I do like the idea of having it be. In a warm weather month, I do think it is too close to Christmas. And when I was a kid, and this has changed, Valentine's was not a big gift-giving holiday that it has become now right. with the jewelry and uh, with people actually getting presents for Valentine's Day. And then, uh, and, and then, and then, go ahead and have daughters. And you're like, uh-oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No doubt about uh-oh. it. Doggone it, it's Christmas all over again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hey, a a nice bounce back by the Blues the other night. And just in terms of the the structure of the game, that's about as well as they can do. It doesn't matter who the opponent was. Just I thought they played a really structured hockey game the other night. You know, I did as well. And then we interviewed Mike Van Ryan at the end of the game. And when we talked about it, uh, he said, one, he was glad to, to see the number of shots on goal cut down. You know, so that that's something they've really been talking about. But he, but he also said that uh, we need to be better with our defensive coverage, and and they they wanted to see even better puck management than they saw in that game. So there's there's a vision that this coaching staff has in terms of what their game really needs to look like. And even in a game that looked as good as that one, I, I don't think they were satisfied. And don't think they saw it. So, Curbs, the Blues are going to head to Canada here. Are there restrictions? Are there, you know, do they have to test before going into um, into Canada, coming back? What what do they have to deal with, or is that loosened up a little bit? Well, from across the league, it's loosened up where players are no longer testing daily, and uh, the only way that a player would test is if they show symptoms. So my guess is no player in the National Hockey League is going to have a stuffy nose the rest of the year. Um, so... But going into Canada, you still have to test because of border rules. So the, the players had to test yesterday, um, and I guess it, since we saw no news, that's good news. And uh, and then I don't believe they have to test daily while they are up in Canada. So aside from that, they're still dealing with different provincial restrictions in terms of it. I don't know that 
I don't believe that Montreal has fans back in their building yet. Uh, there, there may be. I think Carlo Coliacomo told me last week it was 500 still in Toronto. Joe and I decided, uh, you know, we're, we're going to do these games remotely for uh, one more week, and then we'll go to Philadelphia on Monday. But, you know, at some point you're just tired of dealing with the restrictions and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, the you know, last thing we needed to know, do was get stuck behind a bunch of trucks on the way to the rink. So we said, yeah, St. Tintin sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> Curbs, Billy Huso gets the start the other night, and most people that are listening to this show believe that, in terms of goalies, this is Billy Huso's team right now. Where do you come down on that? Well, he's earning it, isn't he? I mean, that's that's the bottom line. I know he didn't face a whole lot of shots uh, and, and only saw 16 in that game, but that save on Patrick Kane and a couple of the other timely saves were really, really important. So, I think he continues to earn the starts that he's going to get here. Now, you're still going to need both these goaltenders because once you get through this next little stretch of hockey, say through the first week of March after spending the six days up in New York to play those three teams, it's really going to turn on. And you're going to have so many games through the rest of the month of March and April. Both goaltenders are going to play at a high level. But, yeah, he's definitely earned more starts based on his play. I thought it was just a complete game on Saturday. From the the drop of the puck, you know, they've had some slow starts this year, and it's, you know, a lot of comeback wins because they've started slow. But I just thought that uh, this weekend and that game on Saturday was a a full 60 minutes. You know, the start was so important to that, Dan, because in the last 14 games, counting the last game, they've only – been leading at the end of the first period three times you know so you're you're talking about and and they had scored first i think in seven of them so they'd scored first but then they'd allow a goal and 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 then go into the second intermission tie you know or they would allow the goal first goal maybe tie it up maybe not and one of the reasons that you can lead the league and come from behind wins is the fact that you have trailed at some point in time (laughs) in a lot of those games (laughs) You know, so that that's an area that, that they look to clean up. And I, I think, first off, the start was good. The fact that the power play got the goal and it was David Perron scoring it. Oscar Sundquist. You know, we talked to Oscar at the end of the game. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard that interview, but he was really open about how the fact that he still doesn't feel like his knee is allowing him to do what he wants to do on the ice. Hmm. And, and it just made me think about how, you know, these athletes that battle back from injury, they want to get out there, they want to help the team, they want to do what they do for a career, and that's just perform and perform well. And just how sometimes the body just doesn't let you do it and you're still expected to go out there and make a difference. It's, it's got to be a tough mental thing. Curbs, we all love the old Bill Parcells line, you are what your record says you are. And everybody's played at least 43 games in the division now. Minnesota's only played 43, but Colorado and the Blues have played 46. Nashville's played 48. Dallas sitting there seven points behind the Blues with 52 points in the same amount of games played. Are these teams what their record says they are? Are they all legit? Or is somebody going to fall off here or jump up here? No, they are all legit. Now, of course, you can beat up on Arizona, a little bit on Chicago. you know. And in the East, it, it's the haves and the have-nots in the East are far different than the West. I mean, the playoffs are almost set in the East with half a season to go. But in the West, there, there could still be some noise. And I was looking at this this morning, Randy. You've got four teams. So the St. Louis Blues are playing, you know, what, 650 hockey. You've got four teams in the Central Division that are playing that 640, 650 hockey or better. You've got three teams, I think, with with Florida, Toronto, and Tampa 
all playing over 700 hockey inside that, their same division. You've got the Colorado Avalanches that are nearly playing 800 hockey. They're like 790. I think these teams are legit. They're all contenders. And the Dallas Stars, who just lost yesterday to Colorado 4 to nothing, the Dallas Stars had won seven of their previous nine games and mm-hmm. pulled it within five points of the Blues. And I, I know it's not completely comparing apples to, to apples here, but I went ahead and looked at the Major League Baseball standings last year. I think there were three teams in the entire league that, that played over 600 baseball with a winning percentage of 600. In hockey, you know, you, like I said, you've got four teams in the Central Division whose points percentage are over 600. It's, it's really, really competitive. And to think that you're the St. Louis Blues, you played this level, you're 13, 14 games over 500, and while you're knocking on the door uh, and can easily jump into second place, you're still in fourth place, and you've got a team that's only five points behind you that can knock you out of the playoff spot. It's uh, it's quite a battle and a mental grind every night. Got to be better on the road, though, don't they? And they're going to find out all about that here in this next month. They do, and I think I think the relaxing of some of the restrictions league-wide is still going to be good um, for this team. This team is still one of those close-knit, loves-to-get-out-and-get-it-going-together uh, kind of teams. So they do have to improve on the road, and that's going to come down to better defensive hockey. Because when you're on the road, the other team is able to get the matchups, as you know, Dan, that that they want. You put your players on the ice first, the other team gets to pick who they play against you. Uh, I think think an area that's going to really help them on the road if they get better at it, their winning face-offs is not where it needs to be. And when you're on the road, winning a face-off against a key matchup can help you clear the zone, can help you keep it in the offensive zone better. That's an area, I think, over this next stretch that's going to be really important. Curbs, we will be tuned in tomorrow night, the Blues and the Ottawa Senators. Always good to have you with us on the show, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Have an awesome week. Thanks. That is the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, joining us as he does every Monday here on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.